0: This is the Scratching and Surviving podcast where we together will learn what it takes to achieve extraordinary results, and I am your host, Aries Webb-Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Scratching and Surviving podcast. Um, This week, I really wanted to do a quick episode about connecting slash networking. I know networking gets a very bad um, connotation nowadays. People don't like the word networking. It feels like you're trying to sell something to somebody every time you hear somebody talking about networking. But I want to give some tips on just being a good connector. I've been going to a bunch of networking events recently, and I feel like around this time of year, there's a lot of events going on. And honestly, there is so much value in building relationships. So this is going to be mostly professionally speaking, I think I'm going to do one about social networking a little later, but I want to focus on professional networking. Most people don't realize that the jobs that you get, um, the higher that you go up, are going to be based on who you know. Those resumes going out there is a straight numbers game, and you have to send a bunch of them out there to even get a response. But most of the time, there's going to be someone that you know at that company that you need to reach out to, ask for a referral to get your resume in front of that recruiter. That's one reason to be a good networker uh, slash connector. Another reason is just really building your social capital and finding out people who are also in the same industries as you, how you guys can add value to each other in the market, right? Um, And then you may find some really good friendships out of it. I know I have, I've made some really good friends based on just learning about people. When I was younger, I was so shy. I did not, I was not born social. I know it's hard to believe nowadays, but I was very, very shy. A lot of that had to do with the lack of confidence and not really knowing what value I was adding or bringing to the table. I did not know those things. So that was a journey. I had to get comfortable in my skin. I had to really work on building my confidence before I broke out of my shell. So I didn't even realize, like, I didn't like my name when I grew up. Let's just start with that. I didn't even like my name. I used to tell my friends to call me Felicia in elementary school. (laughs) Some people don't even know that. But this is before the Friday, you know, bye Felicia thing came out, but all my friends had a Isha at the end of their names and I was like Aries. And it was just not like everyone else. And when you're younger, you want to be like everybody else. As I got older, I realized the value in being unique and I had to really embrace that. So there came a time where I learned that, hey, my name is unique and that ended up being my number one icebreaker still to this day. Socially and professionally, my name breaks the ice, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm a unique person and that interests people. You got to be okay with your uniqueness and play on it. You were created different for a reason. We are not cookie cutter. Use what you got. You know how the old saying goes, use what you got to get what you want. But here in this case, it may not be necessarily that there's anything you want, quote unquote, out of the situation, but just use what you got to get these conversations started. You just never know where they may lead. So, that's my thing. Um my work bag that I bring, it has it's a backpack with spikes on it. That starts conversations everywhere I go. Work, the airport, an event, whatever. Just, you know, you got to emphasize the different things that make you special, right? That's something that I just enjoy, and then it starts conversations with people. What else? Just like you emphasize physical qualities about yourself that you like when you want to attract the opposite sex, right? Mine are my eyes. Everyone knows once you look into these eyes and I turn them on, it's a wrap. It's just what it is, right? (laughs) It's serious, though. Like, you know, if if your lips are your thing, you're going to wear lipstick, you're going to Do things to emphasize your physical qualities. I don't leave the house without mascara because of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I'm being honest. It's what it is. But seriously, do the same thing with your internal qualities. Use them. Why not? God gave them to you for a reason. Use them to get these conversations started. Get interest. Give interest. All of that. So anyway, I'm going to give my... Top 10 professional networking slash connecting tips. And then, like I said, I may do a social one on another episode. But we'll start with professional. Number one, first thing, be positive. I always go into an event saying, there's one person I'm supposed to meet today or tonight, whatever. My job is to find out who that person is before the day, the night is over. That's it. Like, I don't know who that person is. I may not know who it is, but... um, I'm always thinking there's going to be one person that I'm supposed to meet today. My job is to talk to enough people to figure out who that person is. OK, so just be positive. Don't go in there being like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. And I'm going to be I don't know anybody there. And, you know, people are going to be looking at me weird. Everyone is there doing the same thing. <laughs> so trust me, there. everybody's not professionals at connecting and meeting people. So you got to have a positive attitude about it. And that's the beginning, okay? Again, get comfortable with who you are and what value you add. Once you do that, you can walk into any room with your head held high, knowing that you have something to offer others. That's so key. You guys know confidence is key. That's cliche, but it's true. You know the people that you meet when you can tell they're confident. They can look you in your eyes. They are. They know what they're talking about. They're they'll make you believe whatever they're saying because of their confidence. So make sure that you're exuding that and, and do whatever work you need to do to find out what those th- qualities that you have are, right? What, what is that value that you're adding? Once you learn that, you'll see yourself transform into, you know, this confident person. So you want to have a positive attitude, number one. Number two, Get comfortable with who you are and know what value you're adding. Okay, number three, know who you want to meet. Because what I do is, let's say I'm going to an event and it's a flyer with, you know, who the speakers are going to be, the moderator, whoever, what company is putting the event on. I do my research ahead of time. I'm finding out who's going to be there, who would be someone that maybe I have common ground with. And I will use that to build up the conversation. You know, sometimes, like I said, my icebreaker oftentimes begins with just my name. I mean, you tell someone your name is Aries and they're always curious. There's the follow up question of, are you an Aries? Or they'll be like, oh, that's a cool name. Are you an Aries? It always (laughs) ends like that. And that goes a long way because then we start talking. I know so much more about people just by introducing myself. It's crazy because I'll be like, yeah, my name is Aries. They'll be like, are you an Aries? Yes, I am an Aries. like, oh yeah, me too. When's your birthday? I didn't learn these people's birthdays, zodiac sign, you know, all kind of stuff just from that initial meeting. And those usually are the ones where, you know, I probably don't know anything about this person um, to start. But when I do see a flyer that has someone on there that I want to know or I want to meet, I'm doing my research. I'm trying to figure out more about them. If I do get a chance to speak to them what things I could bring up that will, you know, draw interest in this conversation moving forward. So that to me is the third tip. Know who you want to meet and do your research ahead of time. Another thing, number four, I'm going to say is um, find some partners. You know, if you have friends that do this all the time, try to get them to go with you to these events. That helps a lot. Um, Also, other mentors of yours that you have that know more people you know if you have friends that that do this I have people ask me to go to, with them to networking events all the time they'll be like hey come with me to this event because they know once I get there I'm gonna be running my mouth and meeting people and talking and all that kind of stuff that friend can help you know help show you how it's done basically and there's nothing like learning by example so I think that's a, a good way to do it also like I said if you have mentors or colleagues that know people there. They can make introductions for you. This, you know, walk up and say, hey, this is Aries. She's blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, you can take over from there. But that's another tip to help you get warmed up into being comfortable with the networking. The other thing is, this will be number five, smile smiling goes a long way when you walk into a room where you don't know anybody a smile sometimes that's all people are looking for so that they can start conversation as well I've had so many times where I walk into a room and I'm just smiling looking around you know don't be awkward with it because then you look like a weirdo but you know, you just give someone a smile, they'll probably walk over or you walk over because that lets you know, hey, I'm welcome to a conversation. How are you? Hey, you know, you look for another smiling face. Everybody's trying to do the same thing. That's going to open people up, right? Um, Let's see what else. Remembering names. I'm gonna say that will be whatever am I at. Number six. Okay. Try to remember names as much as possible. That's something, and I still work on that because, you know, as you get older, your memory isn't as good as it used to be. But remembering names, a lot of times at some of these networking events, you'll have name tags. That helps a lot. What I do is I'll glance at the name tag as I'm greeting the person, and that's why you're supposed to put your name tag on the right so that when you shake hands, the person can see your name tag easily. If it's on the left, then they got to awkwardly look over to look at your name. If it's on the right, while we're shaking hands and you're already looking at my eyes, your eyes can glance down to see my name tag. So that's a tip. Put your name tag on the right. Glance at the person's name tag as you're greeting them, as you're getting their name, putting their name in your sight. Like for me, I'm visual. So once I see it. I'm like taking a picture of that name and they're telling me their name. So I'm hearing it, you know, it'll help keep it in your mind. Connect with them in LinkedIn, you know, while you're there, that also helps too because their picture is there and that'll help you remember them. I also write down where I met them on the back of like a business card if I get one. That helps me to remember who this person is. So like remembering these names because there's nothing like someone remembering your name when you see them at the next event. Like for me, it's way more important for me to remember names because most people remember my name because it is unique. So they have already made a connection to Aries who is an Aries, you know, for whatever reason, their own personal because they're an Aries or whatever it is, it's something that reminds them of my name. And it's so embarrassing when someone's like, Hey, Aries. And I'm like, I have no idea who this person is or like, I don't remember their name, you know, like I remember your face all day long, but there are so many times where I'm like, hmm, (laughs) what was this person's name again? Then I got to like sneakily go over there and try to look at their name tag again and all that. It's just not fun. So try to remember names as much as you can. What is it? Seven. Okay, so I don't like when people ask, what do you do? You know, it's like, you'll go to a networking event and they'll be like, oh, hi, my name is John or whatever. You're like, oh, hi, I'm Aries. Aries. okay." We go through all the little formalities and they're like, so what do you do? Oh, that's annoying. I don't like it. So don't do that. Don't ask, what do you do? That's not an opening line. That's annoying. And it makes you feel like the person is trying to size you up to see how they should be treating you based on your title or role and all that. And it's just, it's not cool. Instead, how about ask like, hey, how did you hear about this event? Or who invited you? Or what brought you here? Or what, you know, what was your interest in coming here? Or, you know, stuff like that. Like just to have a regular person conversation. Don't come saying, so what do you do? Why? Don't worry about what I do yet. We're not there yet. It's like, you know, meeting someone socially. You're not going to walk up to my So what do you do? That's just rude. So don't do that. Let's Ask more interesting questions to find out something about that person because there's something that interested them interested them in attending this event. So let's get deeper into what that was. I think that's a better approach. All right, number eight, listen. Listen, listen, listen. A lot of my connecting is done by by connecting people to each other. So like remembering that this person does this or needs this then making introductions, that that's kind of my bread and butter. It's like I'm, oh hey, do you know Aries? You should meet Aries. She's into customer service. That girl is da-da-da. And I'm sure you guys have a lot in common. Like, come on over here. Let me introduce you to Aries. I'm good for that. I will introduce some people like everything, every place I go to, I am introducing people. That's that's just what I do. So if you're listening, you can do those kind of things, right? Like if you're not listening, you don't know anything about the person. You're just trying to get your agenda out there. It's not gonna, you know, you how are you adding value? You can't. You can't do that. Uh let's see, number 9. Follow up. You got to follow up. Once you're meeting people out, you're not just collecting business cards to have a stack of them in your in your bag or in a drawer at home or office or whatever, and then you never reach out. You What was the point? Like there's no point in just collecting these LinkedIn friends and business cards if you never follow up. Making good connections is about actually connecting with people. Have a coffee meetup before work or a quick lunch and, to, you know, catch up and learn more about the person. Like that's the key. You're slowly, you know, building relationships. And with that note, I will give my final tip, which is find out how you can add value to the person. Don't look at networking, you know, connecting as what you're going to get out of the situation, but how you can give. Seriously. And I know that sounds like, well, I'm trying to, you know, you might have a real agenda, but when you learn that giving is really how you're going to, whatever that is that you may need eventually you're going to get that. You know, you'll be surprised how much you're giving will end up being an opportunity for you to also receive in the long run. But serving is how relationships naturally grow. Building trust takes time. Don't go in it for the just go in for the kill, you know, or the sell or whatever that is. It turns it turns people off. I mean, treating people how you would want to be treated is really the key to this thing. It's not rocket science. It takes practice. You're not going to, on your first, you know, networking event you go to, you're not going to knock it out the park. You're going to probably fumble around. You're going to be nervous. You may be, you know, all that, but you, the only way you're going to get better is by doing it, get comfortable. And um, it may start off with you doing it socially. But I know that for me, I was very intentional in learning how to be good at it because I was very uncomfortable walking into a professional setting. And a lot of times for me as a black woman doing it, I may be going into events where I'm the only black woman there. It makes you a little nervous, make you a little awkward. Now, not now, but in the beginning, if I walk into, let's say it's an IT, you know, related event or something, I might be one of the only black people in there. So when I walk in, You know, a lot of times with black people, I mean, this is a tip for people who are not black. We're looking for another black person to, like, catch their eye, seriously, at work, everywhere we go. In a professional setting, we're like, oh, yeah, a black person. Let me go say hi to them because you feel like you already have something in common. It's just something you have to practice. And once you know who you are, you know your worth, you know, as people say, you know what value you're bringing. I don't care what, who's in there. I don't care if I'm the only black woman. I don't care if I'm the only woman. I do not care. I've had multiple times where I've traveled or been places with colleagues and co-workers, and I may be the only woman and the only black person and I can sit there very comfortably because I know who I am and what value I'm adding and all of that. So it's like all this stuff kind of ties in and the more confident you are, and the more you do your research, you learn these things. So let's go over them real quick because um, I did write these down. So let's see. I'm trying to be all official over here. All right. Number one, be positive, right? Two, get comfortable with who you are and what value you add. Three, know who you want to meet and do your research ahead of time. Four, find partners. What did I say? Get other friends to go with you that are more comfortable or mentors that can uh, introduce you. Number five, smile. That's. Very, very important. You stand there with a mean face, nobody's going to approach you. You're not going to meet anybody like that. Six, remember names. Seven, ask interesting questions. Don't ask, what do you do? As an opening line. Eight, listen, listen, listen. Number nine, follow up. Number 10, find out how you can add value to that person. So those are my tips. I know this is a short episode today, but hey, I'm sure you like it because you guys' attention probably doesn't last more than 20 minutes anyway. <laughs> Please ask me any questions that you may have about networking or connecting. This is kind of my this is my sweet spot right here. I'm very comfortable with it, um, but it came from practice, socially and professionally. So any questions you have, feel free to reach out to me. You guys have all the information um scratchingandsurviving.com, uh scratching and surviving on Instagram, scratch survive on Twitter. I mean, I'm everywhere. So reach out, please ask me any questions that you may have and uh I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Scratching and Surviving podcast. To connect with me and hear more, please visit scratchingandsurviving.com. Make sure to join the Scratching and Surviving community. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your player of choice. Talk to you next week.